Welcome in to another episode of the Dude and Bird Show. I'm the Dude. Bird's here, flying around. Yeah, we're recording on a Friday night. Yes. Believe it or not. We don't want to wake up early on Saturday morning. No. no, no Why the hell do, do we want no. to do that? I mean, socks are over. Might as well just do it Friday nights now. Yeah, we both have to drive in and record it and then go home and go our separate ways. Yeah, might as well do it Friday night. We're both here. Yeah, you don't have a football game tonight? Nope, tomorrow. Ever win last week? Yes, they did. Yeah. 37-29. So it what's that mean? It wasn't, no, uh, don't the score fool you. Yeah. It was 34 to like, what was the score? 34 to 6 or 7 at halftime. And second squad, yeah, second squad came in, we kicked a field goal, that's all the points we had. They, yep. went, they went outside kick on the second team. Sure. So that's the only reason why it was close, so don't get the other team. Twisted. The other team turned it around in the second half. Yeah. That's the, what you're saying. Be, yeah. It, it, by the time it was... 37 to 29. It was like all maybe the scrub muffins were in there. It was like two minutes left. If yeah. that, they tried to onside kick. We got it. We took a knee. Yeah, they got the all the JV game. guys. Yeah, basically. So, what does that mean? They move on in the next round of the playoffs? So, they're going to play at Fenway. And then. That's s- sick. Yeah, it is sick. I'm pumped for that. I don't know if I'm working it. Yeah, but it. still, dude, that's no, so oh, it is, sick. It is. Last time ever, I was just told by one of my buddies. But his dad, excuse me, because he's sure. an Everett High historian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's that. Last time Everett High Is played- it the guy with the boombox? <laughs> <laughs> no, not, I know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Last time Everett High played at Fenway Park was 1912 or 1914. It was the national team. Dude, that's Wait, like almost 100 years. I know, exactly. So this is the first time they'll be back in 105 years playing football. And who are they playing at Fenway? Uh, I forgot the team. But does that have playoff implications? No, no. Oh, so who cares? Yeah, exactly. Screw it. Yeah. So the the next game after that one. They're playing Severian. That's our arch nemesis. And that's the playoff game. Yes, at Gillette Saturday. I don't know what time Saturday. Is that for the Super Bowl or just playoffs? Yes. At Gillette Stadium for everything. Everything. Fun fact. And that's two powerhouses. Yes, it is. Here's the thing, though. We could never beat Severian. Like, as a public school... Yep. Like my junior year, like our freshman year, we got our asses kicked, thirty-one to twelve. My junior year, like my my squad, basically, we set the stage for public schools because Catholic schools just run over public schools. We put our foot down, and said no, not tonight. You know what I mean? We lost by a field goal. It took them a field goal to beat us. You know what I mean? So we held our ground. I mean, we lost by a devastating field goal, but still, like. My buddy brought this up. He's like, you should be proud of that. Like, you put public schools on the map. They say you go against Catholic schools that recruit anybody and everybody around the country. Oh, no doubt. Exactly. So he's like, Bert, don't. I never thought of it like that because when I played, that field going through the freaking uprights, I was just devastated. You know what I mean? It's a high school game, but still. Yeah, but for a school like Severian, think about it like this. Mm-hmm. They probably have about a thousand dudes to pick from. To build a football team. Yeah, and then this is Devon High. How many high schools in Massachusetts have that many guys to pick from? No. Not, not many. many. No. I know where you're going with that. There's probably recruiting, three, recruiting maybe. Recruiting huge. Recruiting is huge in Maybe high three, and we could probably name them off the top of our head. St. John's Prep, Zavarian, Central Catholic. And Brockton. <laughs> Brockton, too. Because Brockton's one of the biggest high schools on the East Coast. Yep, you're right. I forgot about that, yeah. So, really, that says a lot mm-hmm. about a public school. Especially going against a private school like Severian. Yeah. Think about everything Severian has accomplished in football and hockey. Oh, yeah. Even, hell, baseball. Baseball, they're nasty. They're good. They're really good. I don't That's know about insane. Now, but I know they yeah, good back then. But the still, yeah. across across the board, across all years. Mm-hmm. That's pretty legit. It is legit. And now you get to go play at Gillette? Yeah. That's sick, dude. And one kid, I remember, we, beat, we finally beat Severian in the Super Bowl last year. And this one kid's like, you only won because you were playing in Lynn. I'm like, dude, you beat us at BU twice, and then you beat us at Gillette. So what, that makes zero sense what you're talking about. Go sit in a freaking trash can and light yourself on fire. Yeah. Like, was, What does oh, that have to do with location? Nothing. He's just making up excuses for his team. Like, dude, I went to school with this kid in Curry. Yeah. I'm like, dude, get over yourself. We beat you finally. Like, Because no matter what, excuses. at that point, you're going to oh. play at a neutral site. Yeah. So, so Lynn never are closer. So you're, Zavarian's closer to Gillette. That makes zero sense to me. Who cares? Exactly. You want to go play out in Worcester? Doesn't matter. You should be ready be to road, play, kid. Be a road warrior. I yep. loved it. Exactly. It's like my my senior year of high school. Right? We didn't have a gym for basketball. Oh, so you're on the road all the time. That's Dude, awesome. We were known as like the nomadic basketball team. We went sixteen and four. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a home gym. We didn't have a practice at a home gym. That's nothing. awesome. We practiced and played all our games on the road. And one of my buddies brought this up. He's like, Bird, when you were playing Everett High, 
you never lost on the road. I'm like, really? And I looked back. I'm like, wow. What? And I looked back. I was like, wow, that's crazy. That's impressive, then, man. Then when I was at Curry, my freshman year, we lost on the road. And my sophomore, junior, senior, we never lost on the road. Not sure. including the playoffs. But like regular season game, we were undefeated for three years on the road. I'm like, that's crazy. You tell me I had seven years of undefeated on the road in my it's impressive. Not professional. My yeah. amateur football career, that's crazy. That's impressive, that? man. It's like the Pats right now. They're undefeated on the road. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. And now they're going down to Mexico Spoilers. City this weekend. See, Oh, my God. Don't drink the water, guys, please. Oh, I know. You dude, know I bet they cool. shipped <laughs> in all the water, all the Gatorade. That's why they got the second plane. Dude, they, I, they <laughs> definitely have friggin' like cases of Poland Springs on there right oh, now. Oh, yeah. By Without a doubt, thousands. dude. Without a doubt. Scott Solak, please not drink the water. I know how crazy you are. No, he ain't, he ain't touching it, dude. <laughs> you can't even brush your teeth down there with the water out of the faucet. And shower. Yeah. It's disgusting. I'd rather duct tape my freaking mouth and just have... I went to Mexico once. Oh, boy. The next morning, I didn't drink the water or nothing. Mm-hmm. I was sicker than a dog. I had to leave breakfast <laughs> at the hotel because I was so sick. I believe you. And we only went down there for one night. I just been through Mexico through cruises. That's about it. And I swear to God, I saw I saw a guy dead on the side of the road in Tijuana. I believe you. Face down, <laughs> this dude was just like straight up chilling. Imagine if you're driving down 95 or 128 or something, you just see a dude dead on the side of the road, just like corpses, face corpse down. Thing. Like he might be sleeping or he might be dead. That's what happened. Too much tequila. <laughs> and we're like, we probably should just keep driving because you never know what's going to happen down here. So coming up today on the starting five, yeah. we're going to tend to the garden, we have per to. usual. We have to. Celtics are on a huge run. A lot of things to talk about. There. And the Bruins blow. So, well, no, I'll, give, I'll back up the Bruins. Go ahead. Okay, okay. We'll get back to that. We're going to hit a little Red Sox roundup because a lot of there's rumors. a lot of talk going on around rumors. here between free agencies and trades. Yes, there is. We'll hit our Patriots pat down because, like we said before, we're heading down to Mexico see? for a matchup against the Oakland Raiders. Just, like <laughs> Just for food. We got a little change of program in here. When I'm it comes excited to for that. this. Uh, you, you're taking, the, you're running with the ball on this one. I'm just gonna yep. follow you on that. I love yep. it. We're gonna see where it runs. Love it. And then we got our rundown, our usual smorgage board of topics. Whatever the heck we decide to talk about, that's what we're gonna talk about. If yeah. you don't like it or not, I don't know what to tell you. Just pound sand. It's that easy. Just make sure you follow us on Twitter at Dude and Brad Show. Like us on Facebook. Tell all your friends to uh, subscribe and review and rate us on iTunes and Google Play and SoundCloud and all that other happy horse crap. Do it. And if you're familiar with the program, you already know the deal. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. So we're just going to jump to to the garden. I heard the other night on the radio broadcast, Sean Grandy said on 98.5 The Sports Hub, this is the 10th 13-plus game winning streak in franchise history. Even in the 80s? Dude. Burr, Parrish, and McHale? That's crazy. That's what I was thinking in my head. I'm like, wow. I was like kind of blown away by that. I figured at least, what were they together? 81 to like 89, 91. So you figure at least double that, at least. This franchise is so storied, and that's all we that's walked crazy. away with. That's crazy to me. I'm sorry. I expected more from that. Yeah. And they're killing it. I give them that. They're playing. They're playing great basketball. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're riding what a fourteen game win streak now. When I say they go three and one or four and zero, oh? something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last week. Along, uh, along the stretch, this this past game against the Warriors was the one we really had circled. Oh yeah. And this uh, every, everyone did. And this upcoming week that it's either a gonna carry them to an undefeated stretch or it's gonna break it. But essentially, what I'm trying to get to here, mm-hmm. maybe. If the Celtics started the game stronger, they wouldn't be having to overcome these 15 to 18 point deficits in the second half. So maybe the Celtics should try to play a little better in the first half than the second half. Step up on and defense then, in the first and half. And then we all. wouldn't be all, woo, they came back from 18 points tonight, man. Did you see that? Well, you know what? They shouldn't have. Had to come back from 18 points. They're just, they're just off to a slow start. That's how it is in the, these games. They get off slow and then they pick it up. And build Real up, build up. slow. It's bad. And the thing is, though, who do you blame for these slow starts? The players. You can't blame the coach. Okay. You can't. No. I, I, I honestly think you can't. Like, after that first time out, then it's on the coach. You yep. know what I mean? No, like, for sure. Guys, wake up. What are you doing? After that, once the tip-off happens and they're running back and forth for yep. X amount of minutes and they call that first time out, then it's on the coaches. Other sure. than that... 
It's on the players. Because everyone's all about Brad Stevens right now at this point. You had Steve. He's great at adjusting oh. on the go. He really and is. Coaching staff and that's the job. one thing I was bitching about him last year about was coming out of the timeouts. Like, yeah, he drives up he draws up good plays, but down the stretch, what have they proved to us? Throw off the slow slot. <laughs> slow starts. It's not yeah. good. And not good. Kyrie is this dude is unbelievable with the ball in his hand. He loves Boston. He loves it here. Loves it. Because he doesn't have to hit LBJ. In no. His Could he's we have free. asked for anything better? Free? No. With love, a guy like I love him? this trade. He's buying in. Where's IT now? He's buying into the team. I agree, but where's IT now in Cleveland? Oh, he's, he's hurt. hurt. He's hurt. Great well, trade. Great trade. Yeah. Where's the IT? Where's the IT supporters? Where are you? Nowhere. But I feel like for Nowhere. for Cleveland, the main focus of the deal was that first round pick, right? Can, no, I, can we, we, both, can we yeah, agree yes, on that? Yes, yes. It it was a good a good plus. He was a good one B. And Crowder was a good throw in, and so wasn't the young buck. Okay, I get it. Fine, cool, mm-hmm. whatever. But the fact that Kyrie has bought into the team effort the way he has has been a huge boost to this team. And a lot of people were thinking, oh, he's going to be selfish, not going to pass up the ball. Not at all. Him. Exactly. Not he's at dishing all. out the ball. We've it's only great. seen We've seen a few ISOs a game. That's fine. You're gonna, it's going to happen. That's understandable. doesn't matter if it's him or Smart. No, it doesn't exactly. Matter. With a point guard of that caliber, I expect to see a few ISOs a game. It's inevitable. It's right? going to happen. Yeah. Someone's going to call an ISO play, spread it out, let them do his thing. Exactly. So now, at that point, I'm going to be looking for my Tatum or my Jalen Brown open in the corners. Because if I go to try to drive to the hole and nobody's open, one of those guys' asses better be freaking open. Oh, they better be open. Because otherwise, I'm going to be kicking to him, and he better knock that down Jimmy. I remember when I played basketball and someone did ISO. I just made sure I was out of the way. And then if he drove and I took the shot, I just sprinted to the basket trying to grab a rebound. That's, yep. That was my thing. No, for sure. And that's what I would expect you because I played the one through high school. I was, I was a four the, or five. I, I was the one, man. Every once in a while, I might slip in at the three because we'd run a play called Cincinnati, and I'd end up with a wide-open play and a wide-open shot over in one of the corners. It would happen every time. I'd have a wide-open shot from the corner for three. Every freaking time. Did you have a play called Flex? Oh, yeah. All right, just make it sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, I, I think it's mandatory in high school or peewee ball. So for us, most of them, they were based on alphabet letters in alphabetical order, but they were based on college names. Okay. So it was like Arizona, BC, Cincinnati, yeah. Duke, and it just went down the line. And never, it was basically flex motion. Oh, yeah, we ran motion. Oh, yeah. That's when they're running man on you. And no, then, no, for oh. us it was different. Uh, no, no, but I'm saying motion. Motion was against man. Yeah. Yeah, flex was against the zone. I think it's opposite for us, oh. honestly. And then all our defenses were colors. Okay. So black was a full court press. You had blue, which was a zone. Red was man. Yellow was like half court press. Red it was all different. Zone. That makes more sense. Then to you me. had inbound plays. <laughs> Ninety nine was on a made basket. One hundred was on a missed basket. It was all about the inbounds pass, dude. On oh, and yeah. on and on. I'll just say my high school basketball coach has over three hundred wins. I that's that's, that's dude's cool. ridiculous. Yeah. So this wasn't mine. He won like five state championships. He wow. went he went like twenty six and all one year. Wow. He bought the whole team. Like he framed all their jerseys for him. He bought them all trophy, like replica trophy. The dude spent like money out of his own pocket. That's a great to like right lace there. up the players. Nice, it's awesome. And while we're on the Celtics, yep, I was preaching all the way through the end of last season to the beginning of this season that Jalen Brown should have more minutes. I went and looked because I was curious about what he was at so far this year. And then <laughs> last year he averaged just over seventeen minutes per game. Okay, this year, dude. He's at 32 minutes per game. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. Do you think that uh, has to do with Gordon Hayward being injured? Yes and no. Okay. Yes, because we have to account for the minutes that he's going to miss. But no, because I feel like Jalen Brown was going to be our two-man. No, I agree with that. With Howard being our three. So regardless, he was probably going to get at least 25-plus minutes a game. I would say twenty with Haywood. I'm just, if if Haywood's still playing, I'd say twenty. Okay, I'm gonna go a lot less. Yeah. So lot, either way, he less. should still be in that ballpark. No, of I agree. Twenty he to twenty five minutes. But I'm saying we'd be getting more le- yeah. less lesser minutes if Howard was around. Sure. Hayward. Hayward. But now me. he's over thirty. 
That's fantastic. That's, That's what you wanted. And this kid is playing phenomenal defense. All these rookies are stepping up. I, I love think it. he's one of the best defenders on the surface. Outside of Marcus Smart. Him and Marcus Smart. But Marcus Smart is so flipping bad on the offensive side of the ball. I think he went like 0 for 7 yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He went 0 for 7. He really? Went... I just guessed. <laughs> no, he went 0 for 7 and 1 for 2 from free throw land, and he went. He had one point. Just one, a... one point. I didn't get to watch the game last night. I just want to make a side note because my girlfriend made me go to a him concert in Worcester. A who? So, him. What the hell's a him? Remember that show of Evil Bam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to hang out with those rocker dudes. That's yeah. the band, yeah. Oh. They've been around for like 25 years. So are you, never... are you a fan of the movie Haggard? No. What the hell is what movie is that? I've never seen that movie. Dude, so do you know about the CKYs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's Bam's brother. Yeah. Well, it's Bam and all of them. Okay. It's Bam and all of them or all the CKYs. <clears throat> that was a show that played before them. We missed it. Well, the CKYs is kind of like a jackass. That's kind of how jackass started was because of the CKYs. Oh, that's the band that was playing last night. No, no BS. CKY. That's what the band was called before the him. So I, I, swear to I God. wonder if right they saw the name. I don't. I don't know about the band because Vivila Bam's Vivila, Bam Manchera's brother is the lead singer on that band. Okay, so I wonder if it all intertwines then. Probably because CKY's will. That was like the launch pad for Jackass. Oh yeah. Well, Bam decided to make like a feature film. And it was called Haggard. Mm -hmm. And it was the most ridiculous movie I think I've ever watched. But really? it's actually pretty funny. All it's right, like I'll, I'll check 70% out. of the world's Freon is found in old refrigerators. <laughs> so every time every time I hear like uh, Felger on, on the sports app go, that's all I think about is the movie Haggard. <laughs> okay. Because I forget which one of Bam's boys, but the whole Ryan movie. Dunn? Was it Ryan? No. The one passed away? It was yeah, Ryan Dunn died, but yeah. he's in the movie. Okay. But one of the, one of his other cronies, like the whole movie, is acting like he's tripping on acid, and he's like, blah, blah, blah. he's like watching TV with all like squiggles on it nice. and all that. There's like nothing on the TV. He's just acting like he's all screwed up on drugs. And it's like, hate, what? And the whole time, it. I hate it. The whole time, he's like, blah, and that's all I think about every time. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me back to my childhood. I really appreciate that. All right, back but, to Celtics. But Marcus Smart, uh -huh. this dude sucks, right? So like you said, he went 0 for 7. I this, was guessing. Dude, this year he's 32% from field goal range. He's coming off the bench, obviously, right? Yeah. What? Wow. He's hitting. This This number I feel like is is like giving him too much because that's essentially saying he's going 1 for 3 from field goals. But I feel like he's doing way worse than that. What's his minutes? It can't be that much. I didn't you, I didn't you, dabble you that, that far. That's fine. But all I know is that his career shooting percentage is a 42%. Ugh. So he's down 10% this year. You think a guy well, Hopefully he could push it up next year. Yeah, I mean, you, next year up this, Yeah. This, you would think a guy on. with that kind of potential would shoot better from the field, mm -hmm. would practice more on his shooting. Like dude, look at Ray Allen. That dude shot a thousand shots a day. Crazy. And look at how good he became. Mm -hmm. Marcus Smart, what are you doing with your free time? <laughs> he did lose a lot of weight. I'll give him that. He sure. lost a lot of weight. Sure. But while he's losing that weight, he should be working on his jump shots because he should be shooting a hell of a lot better from the field. And that game against the Warriors last night. I didn't catch any of it. I'm so pissed. Dude, defensive, Thanks, defensive battle up really? and down the field, up and down the court, I should say. When I saw the final score, 92 to the 88, I'm like, they held Golden State Warriors under 90 points? Huge. What world are we in? The this Golden State Warriors only hit their season average in the first quarter. Really? What's that, like 30? Yeah. They averaged right around 30 points. Okay. And they held them under their season average for the entire game. Wow. But both teams didn't shoot well down the stretch. I'm not going to knock both teams. They, they both... A lot of it had to do with the defense, man. Defense no was matter championships. What, no matter what, basketball. Tatum and Brown, more so Brown, had hands in the face throughout the whole game. That's and it's tough to shoot play. when you don't have the space and a guy has his hand in your face. If I can't get a good look at the basket, what says I'm going to hit a good basket? The only player, I hate to say his name, that That's I've seen okay. with someone in the hand in the face and making the shot was Kobe Bryant. That, that, Dude, I, Toby was so good, though. I hate, I hate him so much. As a Laker, yeah. I mean, off the, well, ugh. yeah, it's because he was a Laker. Yeah. If he played for anybody else, uh, yeah, we, exactly. Massachusetts would probably love him. Exactly. 
Because he was phenomenal, dude. I'll I'll admit I'm a I'm a Kobe fan. I remember watching him no like doubt. four or five years ago, and the, the like the comic con the commentator was like, "Hey, look look at this guy's hand in his face," and he just Kobe Bryant just took the jump shot like thirty feet out with a hand in his face, did no problem, just nothing but net, no rim, nothing, just swoosh. It was just phenomenal. I have I don't see too many basketball players now or then doing it as much as they used to. No, there's it's not. crazy. There's not that it's many nuts. at all. No, it's crazy. You could probably pick maybe five to ten. I mean, if, if that, any, if anyone's listening to this right now, call me out on Twitter because if you've seen anybody else with a hand in their face making shots, please let me know during the actual. No, NBA if that, game. if that, think about Curry probably can. Yeah. Oh yeah, hands down. I think Clay Thompson, even though they're on the same team, he has a good shot because he's, he's a tall. tremendous yeah, shooter. Yeah, he's tall. He's, he's a tremendous shooter. He's very tall. I can't believe Greek that. freak. <laughs> no, I think he still have time to develop. Maybe. Oh, dude, I think he's so nasty. Uh, you know what? I'm going to watch that. If I'm going to look at some Milwaukee games. If there's a hand in his face, he's making shots. He's so good. Because legit, Kobe was LeBron. blind. Kobe was blind. Like, he made it no problem. Like, it was nothing. Like, oh, he wasn't even there. A guy like him, he just needs a quick look at the basket for a quick judge of uh, distance in his head. and <laughs> Lights out, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm Kobe Bryant. What's good, player? <laughs> oh, man. But either way, the Celtics, they're riding a hot streak. So when do you think the streak's going to end? I'll, I'll just come out and say it right now. I'll be that guy. Yeah? Yeah. You have a time? Spit it, then. What's the schedule? What's the rest of the schedule? Show me it. Okay, okay. We already went over this in the previous episode. Yes, we did. But we have the Hawks tomorrow night. Should beat them. Tonight, depending on when the heck you decide to listen against a Hawk. Mm-hmm. Next week, the Dallas Mavericks... How are they this year? They suck? They're okay. All right. Miami you, Heat. How are they? Do you see? You can't, to me, you can never sleep on the Heat because of Eric Spolstra. He could just explode. I think he's one. Outside of Brad Stevens, he's the most underrated coach in the NBA. Orlando Magic. They're actually playing okay. And the Indiana Pacers. Cucks. They essentially could keep it going. Then they have the Detroit Pistons. One of those teams you mentioned, you, get, the Southern's going to sleep on them and it's going to be an upset. That's Do you think when for. they finally sleep on a team, that's going to be a wake-up that they need? Yeah, I think so. Okay. No, I agree I think with so. you. Are they 12-2 and two right now? Yeah. 14-2? Yeah, 14-2. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's going to end sooner or later. You know what I'm waiting for? Everybody in this Boston market, when the Celtics finally lose, they go on a losing streak like Three to five games. Oh, the Celtics suck. So early in the season. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, everyone needs to chill out. It's like, okay, we're just we're gonna ride this wave, and it's still early in the season, but still, like, if the Celtics go on like a five game losing streak, this market will lose a mind. Oh, everybody would be going bananas, especially the afternoon show downstairs. Oh, yeah. Celtics suck. Blah. No. Jim Murray hates the Celtics for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't get it. How can you hate them, dude? You have two young. You have two young bucks that are absolutely phenomenal on and off the ball. Whether they're they're playing offense or they're playing defense, it's so good. Jason Tatum can get to the basket. That kid showed that he has huge nuts the other night when he hit those two free throws down the stretch. Yep. Anybody else probably would have crapped their white draws. And we would have saw the Dookie running down their leg, standing up their white, their white Celtics trousers. But no, we didn't see that. We saw that kid go out there and hit those two friggin' three throws. Yeah. And next thing you know, the Celtics knocked off the Warriors. He almost didn't play last night. I heard. I know. It's crazy. Unbelievable. I, I read this. I read the article. I was like, that was. Uh, God bless him from you know, going in and actually playing. Sure. And. I got to say this as we move along. Uh-huh. The Bruins blow. Okay, get, get they, off your chest. Dude, they suck. Everyone's injured. Yeah, but they finally just snapped a four-game losing streak against the Kings. Last night. I was finally, watching some of that. Finally. They're 7-7-4. Seven, seven, okay, we're 500. It's not bad. Not even. They're four games under 500. They suck. How are they four games under 500? The seven, because seven. They, is that, they're 7-7-4. Seven, seven this is seven ties? No, they have Which seven one? wins, seven losses, and four losses oh, in okay. overtime. You consider those losses? They're just what? ties. No, but the losses in overtime aren't ties. Oh, They're losses. Okay, okay, okay. So technically, if you want to... No, because they still get a stupid point out of it ever since they flipped around this NHL nonsense. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. My so bad. essentially, they are 7-11. and 11. Hey, 7-11, what's up, Slurpee? Slurpees. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, dude... Trash bags. Dude, everyone's hurt. 
Macha just got hurt. Another guy just got hurt. Crazy skating again, finally. I know. God. Hey. You hey. may be the boost the Celtics need. Yeah, it looks like an AHL team right now, but still. Come on, man. Everyone's hurt. I, and I blame you for that, for the reverse <laughs> Madden curse, okay? I said, there's so much, and the other guy get hurt. I'm like, freaking dude, I almost texted you just swearing you out of the walls. Dude, Ugh. it's not my fault. We can all blame Tom Brady, okay? <laughs> He's the one that made the deal with the devil. It wasn't me. And everyone else but is just suffering. I'll still take all the heat for it because I'm the one that pointed it out. That's fine. But you either way, enjoy either way, the Bruins are teetering at being as sucky as the Montreal Canadiens, being led by our own old coach, Claude Julien. <sighs> so bad. They're 8-10-2, and, and we're 7-7-4. Seven, seven, we have the same amount of points. <laughs> so tomorrow the Bruins play the Sharks. Yep. And then Wednesday they're playing New Jersey. And then it's Causeway Day next Friday. I want to do that. I've never done that. Have you ever done Causeway Day? What you the go, hell is Causeway Day? You don't know day? about a Causeway Day? You live the South Shore your whole life? Are you kidding me? Dude, are you serious? You know what Causeway Day is? I've been wanting to do this forever. It's a Bruins game or a Celtics game. It doesn't matter. Vice versa. So a Bruins game will go off early in the afternoon at like 1, 2 o'clock. And then that night, the Celtics will play. Yeah. Oh, two- no. Yeah. You've heard of that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know oh. that's what people called it. Yeah, it's Causeway Day. I did. You the, just drink all day and get a little. I've done the. In. I've done the reverse. I've done the the garden and then Fenway. I don't even think there's a name for that. <laughs> well, we'll create the name. It's called the Dude and Bird Show move. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll use that as a placeholder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I never heard of it called that. Are you that kidding one. me? I never heard it called that. It's called Causeway Day. Oh okay. my god, you never heard of that? Not in that sense, no. I've always wanted to do that. But it's always a, a Thanksgiving, one. the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, because that's the matinee, the matinee day uh, on Black Friday. Yeah. Are you going out Black Friday No, shopping? my sister does that crap. She'll wake up at 3 in the morning and go to Wertham or Linfield. Oh, yeah. Or wherever the- Well, a lot of it now you can do online. That's so what it doesn't I'm even doing. matter. I'm doing that. Yeah. Amazon all day. Oh, yeah. All of them. You can you can get the Wally World special, the Best Buy special, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Whatever time it begins, you can just go online at that time and get the deal. And just hopefully it comes in within two three weeks before Christmas. Oh no, I totally will, dude. I last year I bought like four CDs. They were all like three bucks or something. You still buy CDs? I did that day, <laughs> and dude, I paid like twelve bucks. I picked them up that day at CDs like three o'clock they? in the afternoon. Rap CDs? Uh, no, no, no. They were a wide variety. I got a, a Sublime Greatest Hits. I got uh, the latest one from uh, Old Dominion. Oh God! Sam Hunt and oh, uh, Blink One Eighty Two. What the new one? Or just- no, no, no! It was the greatest hit. Oh, all right, but either way, I spent like twelve bucks on four CDs. So you just download them, put them on your laptop, yeah. and call it a day. Okay, yeah. All right, I twelve that. bucks. Still, Jesus, dude. CDs. <laughs> I wish CDs would come back. No, it's not happening. Can we make that a thing here no, on the Dude and Bird Show? Bring back, back CDs. It's Why not? not? It's not coming back, dude. Why? Because everything's digital now. Yeah, but yeah, vinyls. Yeah, but vinyls have come back. Yeah, it's gonna make a slow comeback and it's gonna disappear. Like dude, no, vinyls are huge now. It's gonna disappear. Vinyls are gonna disappear. No, they're not. Yes, they are, dude. All these young. Be digital. <laughs> Everything's yeah. going digital. No, but not with these young bucks in high school. They're all buying vinyls now. Who? Who are these young bucks? <laughs> Who are these young kids? <laughs> the high schoolers. All right, I'm going to ask my, my They're little, all my in co- the vinyls, dude. I'm cousin, telling you. My cousin's 16 years old. I'll ask my little cousin, all right? And he's going to tell like, you. I'm like, do you have a vinyl? He's like, what the hell's a vinyl? No. Laugh. No, he's going to be like, yo, I'm about to cop that new Kendrick Lamar on vinyl. Oh, please. I'm telling you. Vinyls, man. I don't think so. So why are they re- why, Yeah, but why are they releasing all these sick vinyls on record store day? Why are they Because people t- are going to buy them. Why are people releasing old school NES Nintendo games and Sega? Because it, people are going to buy them. Exactly. I don't want the vinyl, dude. No. <laughs> I'm telling you it's going to fade out. Vinyl's no. going to fade out. No. Yes. People are buying the vinyls. No, they're not. <laughs> Hate you even more. People are buying the vinyls. I'm telling you. No. They're not, I'm telling you, it's going to fade out quick. Uh, I'm telling you, by the end of the next year, it's going to fade out. Hello? <laughs> yeah, dude, no, they're staying around. I'm no, telling I don't you. think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Trust, I had a vinyl back in the day when I was a kid. I, I wish I kept it, but I don't know where the hell that thing is. Yeah, it'd probably be worth them big bucks. No. No, but that's the thing, man. People are buying them, whether it's new records or old records. 
That's what they do. I don't know, man. I'm not part of this trend. I don't own a freaking record no. player. I'm out of touch with that. No, <laughs> me neither. With the vinyl. Oh, man. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move along here to the Red Sox roundup. Yep. First off, John Carlos Stanton. You have... That's just like a cop's name. You have, you have you have him saying, "Oh, I don't want to go to the Red Sox. It's all about the Dodgers." But mm-hmm. then you have his camp saying, "Dude, you're crazy not to think about going to the Red Sox." And then you have people around here saying, "I don't want him." Who's saying they don't want him? Who? Well, the Red Sox were hinting at it when they put out smear campaigns through uh, Jerry Remy and all the other uh, beat writers here in the in the area. It was happening when they had the managers meeting in Orlando. Yeah, All but, the talks. Yeah, but someone's putting that out. Someone's putting out the fact that the Red Sox aren't interested in bringing him here, or vice versa. We gotta find but those my question is, why wouldn't you not want to bring him here? I want him in the middle of the order slamming home runs all day, every As day. As I tweeted out the other day, mm-hmm. this year's NL MVP should be next year's AL MVP as a Boston Red Sox. Bring him over. This year, this dude batted a 281. Tell me you wouldn't be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Anything over 281. He had an OPS over 1,000. Okay. Okay. He had 132 RBIs. It's more than anybody on the Red Sox. Yeah, that's true. He had 59 home runs. More yeah. than anybody on the Red Sox. He had 123 runs scored. Did anyone even hit 30 home runs this year? No, not that I can remember. I don't think so. I'm going to look that up later. Or and then... That's interesting to me. He's been in the in the league for eight years. Uh-huh. He has a 286 average. Okay, it's pretty good. But he has 672 RBIs, 267 homers, and he's about to hit a thousand hits. Good for him. In eight years, it's, not, it's impressive. And it's impressive. Not to boot, this kid is signed through 2027. Damn. That's ten flipping. Years from today that we're talking. Well, they're smart about signing him that long. And allegedly, about it. he's 28 years old. So we'd have him signed up till about 38 years old. And at that point, he could be DHing like your David Ortiz was. So why wouldn't you give him a sniff? And like I said before, what's his you contract? Give him, what's his numbers you give for him, that contract? You, how much? Yeah. Uh, Do you have the numbers in front of you? No, I wrote it down. I thought I wrote it down, but I guess I didn't, Bird. It's all right. Just punch it in. It'll come up on Baseball Reference. Okay. Huge money. Big money. But regardless, for a guy like that, that's that young, why wouldn't you give up the Xander Bogots, the JBJ, and whatever the heck other pieces they wanted? No, you're not getting Ben I'm sorry. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch him, and I wouldn't touch Betts. Okay. Those are my two untouchables. Because before, originally, I threw Pedroia in that deal, right? It was going to be those three plus whatever little pieces you wanted. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm I'm good with that deal. But if you want more, I'd be more than willing to uh, fancy some offers here to see what he wants or what the, the Marlins want. You got it? All right. If he opts out of his new contract, 13 years, $325 million. With the Marlins after the first six seasons, yeah, so, he is, so far he is huge. Three hundred twenty-five million. Yeah, he you got what? a fat deal. You got a fat contract. What? Because he's worth every flipping dollar. And at this Good point, you, the Red Sox need a power bat. They need a guy that hits homers. They need that three or four hitter like they had when they had a Manny Poppy mix. That's what the Red Sox need at this point moving forward. As I'm reading this article, he'll be walking away from a staggering eight, excuse me, $218 million over the next Yeah, if he seasons. opted out. No, that's he's not going anywhere. He's dude. not opting out. No, but if he gets traded, the contract still stays intact. Okay. Nothing changes for him. The contract still holds. But Jeez. I would rather have hell? Stanton over your Hosmer, mm-hmm. your JT Martinez, Carlos Santana, the hell, I don't want him. He sucks. Stay in Cleveland. Lucas Duda, this dude's always hurt. He's injury prone. The hell am I going to do with him? Dude. Logan Logan Morrison? Who the hell's he? No idea. Exactly. <laughs> so give me the guy I know that hits long balls, that drives in runs, that score runs, and hits for a decent average. And that could be the power bat in the middle of your, in your, in your lineup. 
that's going to help you win games. Think about how many more runs scored a guy like Mookie Betts could have if he had a guy oh like Stanton batting behind him. Oh, he'd be running. Ridiculous. Dude gets a walk or a single, gets first base, still second base. Stanton comes up. You're, oh, I'll put it this way. Your number two batter comes up, bunts him over to third base. Next, you know, Stanton comes up, drives him in. Next, you know, you're already up one nothing in the first inning. I love it. That's how we played in high school. Every high school team should play like that. That's how we played. <laughs> I believe you. That's how every, I'm just That's saying. That's how we played. I let off. Like I let off. Uh, I'm not not to my own horn. Sounds like it. But my, <laughs> my senior year, I had over a 700 on base percentage. Oh my God. It's high school, bro. You, I love you. Yeah, but you know who led the state in RBIs that year? Who? My number three hitter. Nice. Oh, you're just bringing it in. Exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. I'd get on. That. My number two hitter, bunt, move me over. Because I'd get on, still second base, he bumped me over, moved me to third. T half, knocked me in. Every time. It was like clockwork. Every first inning, we were already up one one run. Ridiculous. That's all you got to do. Like, small ball is underrated in Major League Baseball. I'm reading right here. Hold on. John Carlos Stanton should be a Boston Red Sox next year. That's all I care about. He should be here. Honestly, at this point, Um, I don't even care what you give up for him. Just freaking bring him here. I'm reading that he has... I want a stud. Enough of this little pony nonsense. I'm reading on Hero Sports. I don't know how accurate this yeah, website is. Yeah, I never even heard of them. Uh, that's why. It says a no-trade clause. To the brilliant negotiations by Stan and his agent, Joel Wolf. The slugger has a no-trade no, clause. No, he does. He does. Because okay. at first he said he didn't want to come to the Red Sox. Why is this his... one of the first three freaking things popping up on when I... SEO, baby. It's all about the SEO. Oh Search engine optimization. Awful. No, but that's that was one of the biggest issues because... John Carlo didn't want to come here. And his management's like, dude, no, you should definitely consider the Red Sox. Just look into it. And the other dude I want to mention here is that Otani kid. Do you hear about him? The Chinese kid that can that can pitch and play the field? Oh, nice. No, go No, on. this kid's nasty, I guess. Go on. I guess over in China, he plays like three days in the field, and then he has like a day off, and then he pitches as a starter, and then he has like a day or two off, and then he does it again. He's a two-way player. Uh-huh. And I guess he's pretty good. Oh, I bet he is. Oh, yeah. He's fantastic. Well, I'll do some more Google search on that. I don't get it. It's so weird, dude. It's like, why? But I'll take him any day of the week. Especially international signing. All it is is money. It's just money, man. Oh, they don't care. Those exactly. Guys are Bring this kid America in America money? Here. Okay, let's go. I want to see what this kid is made let's of. Let's do it. Otani. Mm-hmm. I want some Otani up here on the Dude and Bird show. Can we get some? Please. It's up to the Sox cool. management. We'll see what happens. Highly unlikely. Yeah. So we already hit on the Pats' latest matchup. So we should just move on to the Raiders, right? Raiders. What do you say, Franklin? Yeah, he's on his head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for coming in tonight, buddy. Thank you. We appreciate it. Did you go to the party and we didn't? I'm going to kill you. Oh, there was a party? How did we miss the party? You tell he's a little buzz. It's five in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. So the Pats are playing the Raiders down in Mexico City. See? Pats are riding a five-game win streak. Yes, they are. Phenomenal. Sitting at seven and two against the crappy Raiders, who are four and five. They're falling off. Big Even time. Even with Kai coming back? Big time. Because I had Kai on my fantasy. Like, I dropped him as soon as he got hurt. I thought it was going to be off for, like, several weeks. Mm. And I wish I didn't get rid of him, but still. Well... I'll put it this way. Mm-hmm. The Raiders are 2-2 two and two at home, and they're 2-3 and three on the road. Wow. They've lost to Washington, Denver, the Ravens, the Bills, Ugh. and the Chargers. All suck back teams. Pretty I mean, much. Baltimore's decent. And we're 4-0 on the road. And to me, this I don't know about game. you, but I no, consider a this game. a road game. It is a road game. Are you kidding me? Some people beg to differ. Raiders are on the, that's the Raiders' home game. Yeah, is the well, black hole going to show up in Mexico City or what? Volcano erupting <laughs> or whatnot? Are they going to show up? Because I know the Pats fans are going to show up regardless of volcanoes going off or not. Pats Pats should smoke these jabrones. I'm going I'm to put it that way. Because the Raiders are 26th in the NFL in yards against. Right? Mm-hmm. They're 11th in points against. They're 11th. And passing against and 12th and rushing against. So essentially what I'm getting to is 
Raiders have a field day on this defense. The Raiders' defense has become average. Average. At best. And Brady should just pick them up hot. At best. That's what they are. They're an average defense. Mm-hmm. And the Patriots' offense has the fourth highest scoring offense in the league. Who's that, in front of us? Eagles. Yep, they were one of them. There's a few. They're averaging 28.6 points a game. Damn. They're number one in passing yards per game. That makes sense. They're 15th. They're in the middle of the pack in rushing yards. That's fine. That's fine. That's what we expect. I'm not expecting to be top 10 in rushing. That's like once in a while the run backs will break out on like a 20 or 30 yard rush. Yeah. Once in a while, like 70, 80 yard rushing TD, but that's rare in New England. Yep. Very rare. And they've been playing pretty well on the offensive side of the ball. The old line? Stepping up big. They have. Oh, my God. Thank God. They've been, it's night and day. That's <laughs> not scary. It really is. This last month of football for them has, has been night and day for them. No, it's been good, I thought. The old line? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, it, September they were awful. No, that's what I'm saying. Good. Now yeah. it's November, so we're still in the They're playing well. All right. They started off poor. Oh, yeah. And now they've seemed to come into their own. Who do you uh, who do you give the success rate to? Is it because of the old line? Coaching. Has been playing better? Or is it a guy like Skarnakia? Skarnakia. Coaching. Yeah, I go with coaching all the time. Sure. Because the offensive line moves around. Like, what was I going to go with that? The offensive line's been like. I don't know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I, I apologize. The offensive line has been playing better because of the coaching yes. that they've been receiving. Yes. We'll put it that way? Yes. Does that work? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, but I mean, he, that coach is good at adjusting on the fly, too. Oh, totally. Like, totally. what I've been told, he's been hooting and hollering at practice, like screams oh, yeah. at everybody. But once it comes to game day, he shows leadership. He doesn't scream at all. He's like, listen, you did this wrong, and you adjust this way. Slide your feet to the left, slide your feet to the right. You know, what, what are the adjustments they need to make? He's on top of it. Now, does it work all the time? No, because def- the op- our opposing team's defense are making adjustments as well, confusing our offensive line. But it hasn't been that crazy so far. Thank God. No. I'm just happy he came back. Yeah, I know. Because that 20, what year was it, 2015? We played Denver? When uh, made, when yeah. Brady got sacked like 12 times by Von Miller. Yeah, because we won it. We won it this past February, and then we had the yeah, we off lost to Denver year. twenty to eighteen. Yeah, then it was a year before that. So, so yeah, I'm just happy you came back because I think the offenses have improved significantly. I mean, yeah, they had a rough start in September, but they've adjusted and settled down. Oh, for sure, huge step up for them. So right now, I'm on. I'm on Sports Line. Mm-hmm. They have the Patriots right now at a minus seven. They opened at a minus five. Oh, man. People are hammering the Patriots. <laughs> Holy crap. That's what that means. Whoa. They have the over under set at 54 and a half. Holy crap. I, went, I, I was wrong last week with my prediction. Holy crap. Oh, I hit it. I hit yeah, both of them last week. Damn. Wow. 54 and a half. That's high. Yeah, it is. And me, I've been hitting the over. I might go under on that one. I'm going under. I'll go under again. I'm right gonna down. take I'm gonna take the Pats at the minus seven, but I'm going under on the forty five and a half. Okay. We're gonna put it that way. We'll see if I hit this week. Wow. Holy crap. I wasn't expecting that. What'd that open at? It opened it opened at a fifty. And went up four and a half points since. Yeah. People must be hammering the under. Oh, I would, absolutely. If you're a betting man, go under. Actually no, or would they be they're hitting the over because then they'll push it up. I'd go under to get people to hit the under. The Raiders yeah. shouldn't score more than seventeen points. No, they shouldn't. No, the way that they're, they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. No, they are. Car's good. They have receivers. That's another no, thing. No, no, I can't. Sucks this year. Yeah, but a lot of it too. You have to account who's covering them in some of these games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, but, Sorry. but still, you have you have him and Crabtree. You have to account for. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, who else is there? The exactly. Tight, no, the tight end King. He's been stepping up. Okay, but no, the tight end King's been stepping up the past several weeks. Yeah, but that's it. He's a good target. That's it. 
couple guys. The running, the running game. Lynch is trash. Yeah, Lynch is trash. Yeah. And Carr, yeah, he's battling injury, and he, but he's still a decent quarterback. So I would assume he's still going to be able to make plays. But our defense has become a lot better. They were averaging giving up, what, over 30 points a game, and all, all of a sudden now they're giving up less than 20 a game? Holy cow. That's a big difference, especially in the game of football. Huge. Huge. Very big. And <laughs> as long as Gilmore continues to play well alongside Malcolm Butler, the Shut defense down. Shut down. could be phenomenal. They are being phenomenal right now. They look how look how bad they were in September. They turned it around. I know, but now we just finally reintegrated reintegrated Gilmore. Come mm-hmm. on. So is he gonna hold his own? Or is he, he gonna I mean, he's him? a professional. I mean, I know he came from Buffalo of all places, but still. <laughs> yeah, dude, those guys are the biggest morons I've ever seen in my life. What with Bench and Tyron Taylor? Oh, uh, how no. How many times can Bill's Mafia jump through tables? I love it. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. They're the they're biggest bunch dropping. of idiots. I don't care. Yeah, but here's the thing with the Buffalo Bills fans. They're more than half in the back. They're already annihilated before they even get in the stadium. So this what this trend start like two, three years ago? Well, you have to be half in the back to go watch those clowns. Exactly. Play. They've been they haven't been in the playoffs since nineteen ninety nine. They're so bad. That's why they put People through tables or they elbow dropping the tables by themselves, leg drops. They doing, suck. They do suck. And everyone was hyping them up a couple of weeks ago. And yeah. I picked up Buffalo's defense this past week. And I want to shoot someone's face out. Oh, Ugh. God. They would have got me negative eight in fantasy football. Oh, take the Bills defense. See? New Orleans is coming to town. I'm like, all right. New Orleans. They've been playing phenomenal. Everyone was, every everybody was telling me. I'm not gonna say any fancy football names because I don't wanna. Okay. Because I, I love them too much. I can only. I know. I think I know who you might be talking There's about. There's a couple there, of them. Look, like, take the Bills' defense. They should shut them down in New Orleans. I'm like, all right. Negative eight. Ah. Ugh. Not against the Orleans. They've been coming into their own. Yeah. So the, the Bills are just gonna be Bills. And uh, if they make the playoffs, I don't. Do you think they'll make the playoffs? Nah, no, I don't think so. I'd like to see them. Because the only way they're going to get in is through the wild card. Yeah, no, that's what I meant. And wild card. Two, I did this, not win in the division. I'm no, sorry. but there's too I'll much of right a now. cluster. There's too much of a cluster F going on here. No, they're like, no, they're like two, three, four. It's, I forget who the fifth wild card seed is, but I know it's not that bad. Not the fifth. The other eight. Wait, there's four. One, two, three, four. Two wild card teams. Yeah. So I know the other wild card teams, Tennessee. It's Tennessee and Buffalo right now in the wild cards. Yeah. I don't have it in front of me, but I know that for a fact. One, two, three, flow. Get your Sue Banger on the floor. So, I would like to see them make the playoffs, but we'll see what happens. There's still a long season left. Oh, as we yeah. enter week 11. It's already week 11. I know. This football season. That's what I hate about football season. It's like, hey, it's here. Next thing you know, oh, we're in the Super Bowl? What the hell's going on? Just blink of an eye. Oh, dude, so quick. Once Way ha- too quick. Once Halloween comes, then it's Thanksgiving. Christmas and New Year's, and it's like where that where did fall, where the last three months tap go? Like it just happened so quick. Dude, I blame the I blame the uh, the time change. Hopefully they'll be gone in this this freaking area. I'm I've been like real sleepy Jones lately, and I don't know why. I've been sleeping like a baby since this hour change. Dude, I love it. <laughs> two, yeah, Tuesday I got out of my other crap bag job here, mm-hmm. got home, chilled, ate. And I fell asleep for like three and a half hours. Ugh. In the afternoon? Who the hell naps for three and a half hours? I woke I up. I did that a couple of weeks ago. I'll get to you in a minute. It was, well, it was probably well over that. I woke up just after nine o'clock. And it was like one of those wake ups when you look at the clock and you're all distraught. Yeah. I thought I was late for work. Like the next day. I'm like, oh man, oh, I'm late for work. Like I'm real late. Like I'm <laughs> supposed to be at work right now. And I, I look. So when you look out my bedroom door, there's a mirror, and it reflects into the living room. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw my stepfather still watching TV, and I'm like, why is he watching TV? This dude's usually at work by now. Yeah. Like, what's going on? And then it dawned on me, like, still the night. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. I just got screwed over by that good old-fashioned, like, sleep job. And then two days later, same thing. I fell asleep for, like, two hours. It's like, am I like sleep deprived right now? What is going on? Is it the time change? Is it because it's dark out earlier? So like, I'm like, 
It's so weird, it, dude. It is. But it's nothing true. worse than waking up all distraught like that. Like, I think you think so. you, I, I, when I do that, it's hilarious. I'm you like, think you're late for work, or you miss something, or something's going on, or you're like, whoa, whoa, dude. you're like busting around trying to get your life in order, and then all of a sudden you realize, like, oh, it's still the same day. If I take Crap. a nap, if I take a nap, my family's around, and I wake up distraught, they love it because it's like, oh, great, what's Brooke gonna say and do now? Because he doesn't have no idea what's going on. So this happened to me several weeks ago, like before I started working with. No, when I started working at the Fenway, like I would just do Touch and Rich, yeah, work upstairs, and then just go to Fenway. So now I work at Mix and Touch and Rich, and then I go home, and then I just go to Fenway. When I went home, I, you know, I worked out, did stuff, and then my dog's like, take a nap, skip the gym a few days, just take a nap. I'm like, okay. So I get home at like 11 a.m. from mm-hmm. here. I'm like, all right, I'll take a nap. Usually it's like for an hour. Yeah. Dude, I took a nap at 11 a.m. I woke up at 3.30. I was like, whoa! whoa! Yeah. No. Dude, it throws off your whole day. I'm like, I feel like a big piece of crap after. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like the biggest loser when I do that. I don't want to sleep that long. No, it's brutal. It's awful. So bad. So I'm like, I have my girlfriend, I'm like, you, I'm, I tell him, like, I'm taking a nap, call my phone, I don't care how many times it rings, just keep calling, because I don't want, I feel like a big piece of crap. I don't want to sleep at four hours during the day. You know what I mean? No. Just, I feel like a big waste of life. It's awful. <laughs> oh, I'd rather do stuff. Hello? Sleep. Hello? <laughs> Hello? I'm going to do a lot of sleeping after the Thanksgiving. The thinks a candy bar shouldn't cost more than a dollar. Bird will do anything just for a food. Add them both together, and you got just for a food for a dollar. Right here on the Dude and Bird Show. So stick around, because they're going to try something new right now. Oh, pump fake, everybody, though. What? We're not trying anything new today. What do you mean? We're going Thanksgiving Day style. What do you mean? Oh, we're like, going to talk about Turkey Day. All right. Just for food. I was kind of because high. Thanksgiving, <laughs> everybody's it's all about giving thanks. We understand that. But you know what? When it boils down to it, it's about the food, man. Yeah, it is. It's about the food. Mm. It's about having that nice moist turkey on Turkey Day. But what goes with that turkey? Everyone's different. Okay. Obviously. What is your one item you do not want to have with your Thanksgiving Day meal? You think I'm psycho. Corn. What's, that's the one, that's the <laughs> item corn. that can pound sand? Yes, I hate corn. I will co-sign that, and I'll add to that green bean casserole. Because I think green Blech. beans is one of the stupidest things ever invented. No, corn's the worst. I'm with you in corn. I hate corn, too. Corn does nothing for you. You just eat it and crap it out like a corn on the cob. It's just <laughs> yeah. like there's no nutritional value. What does corn do for you? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Give it to the chickens or roosters, whatever they freaking eat. Like, corn's such a big waste of freaking time on Thanksgiving or in general in life. I hate corn. I hate when you put it in cornbread too. What's the point of putting corn in cornbread? Oh my god. Awful. Corn should be no nope. putting corn in the birdcage. That's it. Corn's in the birdcage is such a waste of life. Cream corn, regular corn, all corns of cobs. I'm done with it. Corn's in the bird case for life. I hate corn. So useless and non-nutritional value whatsoever. <laughs> oh, I hate corn. No. Bird cage corn. <laughs> we get a little double feature. Yes, here. we are. <laughs> Just for food. Bird yeah. cage corn <laughs> for life. I so hate, pointless. I'm it's a pointless too. vegetable. So pointless. So I hate stupid. vegetables anyways. But no, I'm with I you too, on the but corn. I try. I try. At least I try my vegetables. <laughs> I'm with Ugh. you. Um, corn blows. But all that green bean casseroles at the market, people always buying the French's the French's fried onion, dried yeah. onion yeah, crap yeah. and yeah. green canned green beans and all that crap to make their casseroles. Well, I'm going to take your casserole and throw that crap out in the street because I don't want it. It's going to go right next to birds going on the cup. I want nothing do want to, put, to do with that. Do you want to put a green bean casserole in the birdcage? <laughs> all of it. <laughs> all vegetables. <laughs> so, basically, what we've learned here on the Dude and Bird Show, <laughs> it all boils down to mashed potatoes. Yeah, mashed potatoes is number one. Right. And set close seconds, I love stuffing. I get okay. stuffing all day. I so, I'm with you. Day. I'll co-sign that, too. Do you, do you like cranberries in your stuffing? No. This awful. whole new awful. New England tradition of putting no, cranberries in your stuffing? No. No. Hey, you want to know something funny, though? There's a difference between stuffing and dressing. Go on. Ooh. No, I, what, stuffing what? is what they call, they take the stuffing and they stuff the bird. Like, yeah, my family does that. 
Dressing is the same thing, but it doesn't get stuffed in the bird. Yeah, you just put it in the oven, bake it at 350 exactly. for 20 minutes. It's the same thing! I know! Don't tell me, dude. Just tell the people around here. That's what they tell me. That's what people with sauce and gravy, with red sauce and gray sauce. I, we won't get into that. I don't want to. Do you want to get into that? No. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll see that for another day. No, that has that has a lot to do with nationality, but that's a story for another day. But gravy, I'm glad you brought that up. Gravy on everything. Gravy on the side. Gravy on just the turkey. I'm not picky. I'll put on turkey, gravy, potatoes. It depends on gravy my mood. on it's anything. A, yeah, it depends on my mood. Gravy on anything. Just yeah. pour the gravy around the around the plate and call it a day. Yeah, I, I mean, if you have okay. a side of like we have, we have like side of bread, I don't want. Yeah, it on yeah, my yeah, bread. yeah. I mean, I'll I mean I'll dump yeah, yeah, bread yeah. into the gravy, but like, I don't want it on my bread sure. right away because yeah. maybe I want to throw some butter on it. Yeah, a little little gravy everywhere, mm-hmm. just not on the bread. Yeah. Keep the bread. Yeah, I'm with you there. You don't want the bread to get soggy because you might want to use it as your cleanup. Yeah, clean up the plate. Now, do you do the Thanksgiving uh, Italian style? We do uh, lasagna and roast beef. No, no, okay, no, no. My but family we does that do once in a while. we do the lasagna for the Christmas party. Okay, in between Christmas and Thanksgiving, because that's when the Christmas, like one of the Christmas parties, is. So my house leading not, up. We to used it. to do that for years, but Ooh. you know, all of us are getting. Would you fought? Oh, <laughs> yeah, God. that's bad air. Jesus, <laughs> Woo. holy cow. Ooh. Don't you love it when you hate, you're mad at yourself at your own thoughts? I know, I love when I fought, dude. No, my, when I fought, I'm like, ha, ha, ha. That's one of my favorite a, activities oh, working. Oh, you hit me in the face, dude. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <That's> what, <laughs> Jesus, dude. That just smacks me in the face. Wish, wish the That's one of my favorite activities. <laughs> working at the supermarket. I love working at the supermarket for that fact that I could just go walk down aisle nine and crop dust the whole aisle and it just stinks and you just see all the customers in the aisle like, ooh. <laughs> you just see. I, I fought it once at Thanksgiving. You see the hey. stink hit their face. <laughs> I think I ripped ass. I, I, I ripped ass once. I think it was Thanksgiving or Christmas. I can't remember which one or it's just whatever, dinner. I thought my father was going to jump over the table and knock me out, dude. He was so mad at me. Why are you going to hold it in? I was like, oh, I was yeah. like you cannot believe the table when you do that. I came out of nowhere, Dad. What do you want me to do? Wow. Jeez. Oh, dude, that was... I'm the door. <laughs> That's when you know it's bad air. <laughs> you get other people like, whoa, that's bad. Yeah, that one was bad. Yeah, was Woo. Yeah, there you go. Stick up the hallway. It's not like it matters anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow, Batman. That was bad. Yeah, it was. That thing was brewing. All right, back to Thanksgiving. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dessert? Oh, dessert? I like pumpkin pie. I got to be traditional. I'm going warm apple pie with some vanilla ice cream. Give me that apple pie a la I don't like apple pie. Something's wrong with me. Ooh. I think it's just the texture of the apple pie I don't like. Okay. It's just too mushy for me. Yeah. yeah. Just, everyone. But you like pumpkin pie, which is absolute mush. You don't like apple pie? I mean, pumpkin pie? No, I hate anything pumpkin. Really? Yeah, not, not I'm a, a fan. No, I'm, 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 not, I'm not one of these Especially basic, pumpkin pan. I'm not one of these basic bitches. Pumpkin yeah, going, spice everything. Oh, yeah, like, pumpkin, pumpkin spice pie. latte from Starbucks. I know. No, I'm not no, 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 no. No, I'm not, I'm not down with that. No, really? I will. I'll, I'll take the apple pie. I'm a big fan. I will say I don't. I don't Pick care what holiday. Pie. I don't care what holiday it is. Anisette cookies. Oh god. Oh, those are so good. Ugh. Oh, I love those. Like hundred years old. Like I yeah. So those. whatever, dude. Ugh. No, dude, that's oh, yeah. gross. It's disgusting. Oh yeah, those things are fantastic. It's disgusting, just like you fought. <laughs> so, as we learned here on the Dude and Bird Show, Gorn, Gorn went, Gorn hit the birdcage. So, that means before we hit the bricks here, we got to hit our Slamming Slew Banger of the Week. Mm-hmm. So, our Slamming Slew Banger of the Week award goes to the Mrs. Catherine Hagel. All right. Oh, yeah. She's so hot, dude. I don't even care what y'all say. She's smoking. Is she 40 now? Mm, pretty close, pretty close, pretty close. She's getting there. So she was born in D.C. All right. Everybody already knows who she is, so I'm not even going to bother saying that. She was born in D.C., and eventually she ended up moving to Connecticut. And that's... She moved there when she was five, and that's where she grew up. Yeah. That, that's pretty legit. So it essentially, is- she grew up there. Long story short, she ended up becoming a big-time actress. Right? Mm-hmm. She's been in 
some of the, the the biggest movies or shows you can think of. Knocked Up. Yep. Twenty Seven Dresses. Mm-hmm. The Ugly Truth. Killers. Life as we know it. New Year's Eve. So oh, on and so forth. Sucked. Yeah. Christmas well, Day. New Year's Eve. Those all no, I sucked. I completely agree. I think she was fantastic and knocked up in Twenty Seven Dresses. But that's I just never me. Twenty Seven Dresses. Thank God I didn't have a girlfriend yeah. wanted me to watch that. Oh, you'll probably watch it soon because it's always on. Television. Rebecca, I'll kill you. Thanks. No, it's actually, dude. It's not. It's actually really? kind of funny. You might you might get a kick out of it. And she's I'll hot. Take for it. I Why would hot. you not want to watch that? I want to watch anything with hot chicks in it. <laughs> the hell do I care? She's appeared in numerous publications like Maxim, Vandy Fair, nice. Cosmo. Like, dude, everyone knows Every who this chick is. Yep. She's smoking hot. And when I and when I learned that she moved to Connecticut when she was five, I was like, this chick totally made the cut. She is slam Miss Lou Banga worthy. Nice. And imagine, imagine if you were Seth Rogen and you knocked her up in real life. He's so out of, that's she's so out of his league. Oh my god, yeah, so out of his league. Exactly. That's what I was hoping you'd say. <laughs> I'm not gonna come on. He, he, even Seth, even Seth knows that. Because if you punched him in to the Google machine, he would probably come up on Urban Dictionary as a scrub muffin. No, I don't mind him. He doesn't bother me. Yeah, but you're not gonna tell me he's not a scrub muffin. In what way is he a scrub muffin? Look at him. He's a slob. He's a millionaire. I don't care if he's a millionaire or not. He's still a flipping slob. He's, he's been in a lot of great movies. Yeah, but that's fine. I haven't been in any movies, and I'm not a slob. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Zero sense made right there. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you listen to the dude at Birch Show. So you're making fun of him because he's a fat Canadian Jew, and he's just a fat slob. I didn't say anything about him being a Jew. Okay. But yes, he is a fat slob. Okay. No, that has nothing to do with Jew. He's Jewish. Yeah. I, I just, my friends keep telling me to say that. What? All my, all my Jewish friends. What? If there's a Jewish that... comedian or actor, you have to say he's Jewish. I'm like, why? why? That's the thing. Uh-huh. My buddy Seth and Nathan are like, dude, you got to say that. I'm like, I don't want to say it. I'm not Jewish. They get, you give me the right passage to say it? Like, yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever I mean, works. When I say Jew, I'm not saying it in a bad way. The Jewish, Jewish are awesome. My one thing is- Hanukkah! Can you believe that she's 38? I thought she was, wow. Yeah. That's what blew me away about the whole- Knocked up came out, what, a decade ago? She was like 28, 29. Knocked up was 2007. Yeah. 10 years ago. She was 27. Holy cow. Too bad she didn't make that uh, movie, 27 Dresses, when she was 27. That would have been funny. No, she made it the year after. All right, she's maybe still 27. Dude. 28. (laughs) I would never believe that she was 38 years old. I would have been like, Huh? Has she been? I don't think she's been in much lately. Has she? No, nah, I think she's just been chilling. All right, just chilling, living life. Good for her. Just like us here on the Dude and Bird Show. Yeah, yeah, that works for me. Ooh, yeah. There's, there Is she go. Jewish too? Nice Jewish girl. I don't know. I didn't. Lo- I didn't go in that far. That wasn't. The any last name sounds concern. Jewish to me a little yeah. bit. No, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so oh, it's time wait. to. Oh. We ended it. Yeah. Oh, I got the Survivor Series oh. thing. I'll do it real quick. All right, all right. So all you right. know what, everybody? We're going into overtime here on the Dude and Bird Show. Yeah, why not? Real quick, real quick, real quick. Oh. <laughs> you yeah. fought again? Yeah. God damn it, dude. All right. <laughs> I'm going to do this quick. Survivor Series is this weekend, yeah. and we're going to do our predictions. Wow. We're going to do Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Survivor Series, and SummerSlam. That's it. Not, the other papers, pay-per-views yeah. can go kick rocks. All right, Cruiserweight Champion, who do you got? Enzo Mori or Kalisto? Oh, Enzo all day, baby. All right, Universal Championship. Are you picking any of these? Yeah, what? I'll do it too. Okay, so who'd you pick? I'll go with Enzo. Okay. Because I don't see him losing the title for a while. <laughs> All right, Universal Champion versus WWE Champion. Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles. Who you got? Uh, it's got to be Brock, but I want to pick AJ, but I'm going Brock. I feel. Uh, I love AJ, but. I don't see AJ pulling the upset. No, but exactly. I don't see Lesnar losing until WrestleMania. I know. That's what sucks about wrestling. Because AJ, you would hope and think that it's going to be I can't smell anything yet. It's going to be AJ, but it's not. It's going to be so, Brock. So, traditional 5-on-5 five five Survivor Series elimination match, Raw versus SmackDown. <laughs> on Team Raw, we have Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and the recently added, guess who the fifth member is? Real quick. Try to guess. Ooh. Guess. Guess real quick. Stone Cold. Nope. Uh, close enough. Triple H. <laughs> Ooh, close enough. Same error. On Team SmackDown is Shane McMahon, John Cena, Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Bobby Roode. Raw. 
Raw all day, Raw? baby. All right. Oh yeah. I'll go. That with, that SmackDown lineup's a little weak. I'll go with SmackDown. I'll be. I'll go with the underdogs. For the women five and five Survivor Series elimination match, Team Raw: Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Asuka, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. SmackDown has Bake. Becky Lynch, our slam and slew banger. Oh yeah, we got. I'm, I'm told. <laughs> so SmackDown. Yeah, it's pretty fast. <laughs> Carmella, Naomi, T- Tanami, and a fifth surprise member. I'm it's sold. Surprise. I'm sold. It's probably be Paige. Natalia. Member. I'm calling right now. She's on SmackDown. Natalia. Yeah. Who? Natalia. No, she lost the uh, WWE title. To yeah, but is she on SmackDown? Yeah, she is. So She's I, not on it. She, she might be the surprise though. Ah, it might be Paige. Paige is coming back. Oh. All right, so moving on. Get to that later. <laughs> Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte Flair of SmackDown. Woo! Charlotte. Yeah, of course Charlotte's going to win. No like, doubt. Alexa Bliss, please. She's their go-to right now. Yeah, with the 30 for 30 came out yeah. with Flair and all that stuff. She's hot ticket. Really good. That's hot on my DVR. Clicks. I'm going to watch ba- it this weekend. You better watch it because I want to talk about it. I'm going to. I got time tomorrow now that we're not recording. Tag Team Champions. We got Sheamus and Cesaro versus the Usos. Who you got? Ooh, Sheamus and Cesaro. All right, I'll go with the Usos on that. Because I think I took the Usos on the last one. Yeah, you did, and they yeah. won. So, so I'm, going, I'm going flipping it up this time. Sorry, people. So United States champion Baron Corbin will go against the Miz, the Intercontinental champion. Who you got? Corbin. Yeah, he's going to He needs that. a push. Yeah, he does. All right, that's it for the Survivor Series. Hopefully you guys watch it. That was quick. It. Holy yeah. crap. Why? How much time do we have left? Uh, I don't know. None. Nice. All we're right. already over. Overtime good is thing, over. Good thing we're not getting charged by... Uh, People, <laughs> yeah, no, by the whoever the FCC or whoever it is that would monitor us going over. But either way, we'd have to hit our spots if we had commercials. But we don't. We roll commercial free here on the Dude and Bird Show. So it's time for us to hit the pike. So until next time, we hope you have a good week, weekend, whenever the heck you decide to listen. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Dude and Bird Show. Like us on Facebook. Tell your friends to subscribe and rate us and like us on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And until next time. Get out of Boston. Smoke the Raiders because the Raiders suck. Yeah, Go Celtics. The Bruins blow. No, they're going to turn it around. <laughs> Everyone's hurt. Everyone's hurt. Knock it off. Either way, until next time, get out of Boston. <laughs>